When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No one beats prime Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> no, nobody. Better be have included. Roy, I, I think Roy stops him early. Welcome to Sparring Session. I'm George Jakovic. And in studio, we got the two champs, Chris Algieri and Pauli Malinaji. But there's only one Sparring Session champion, and that is Pauli Malinaji. He won the last battle with minimal complaints, might I add. I am the ref and the judge, hence the bow tie. We got five topics. You see it on the screen. These guys are going to debate some of the juiciest topics in all of boxing. We went over the topics beforehand. Chris and Pauly, hope you guys are ready. Pauly, you are the defending champion. You know the topics. You know the rules. You can either start or defer to Chris to start. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, defer to Chris. All right. So Chris Algieri is going to start. Pauly, and, uh, I, want you to, I want to let you know I brought a notepad and... Uh pen today for any possible protests. I will be filing them right away if there is any issues. Not, I well, you, usually I wait until, uh, you know, there's a, the, the, the appeal. You beat me to that. I was going to ask you if you had any complaints before we started, yes, but exactly. you, got your pen and, you got your pen and paper. You're ready to go. You know, George, right. he's, it seems that he is, uh, he's questioning your judgment even before we start. I get Inter that sense, too. There has, there, has Chris, been, uh, there has been times where we've been known to, uh, you know, not be fair according to some of our... Uh, Co uh, comments in the in the comment section. So I'm just, well, just you know letting, what? We're I'm letting I'm letting those fans know that I'm got my appeals. And there's ready. other there's other comments that that say that you know everything is uh, on the up and up. On the up and up. You know what's funny? During the during the well, we don't count those comments. <laughs> yeah, we comment. know we know what you count. There was a comment. Someone said I was a great judge. So you know, there you go. Uh, all right. You know what, George? So, Chris. Last time you really were a great judge. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> Last time I was. Still, you're, so you're, you're still a complaint king. You're, you're improving, though. There was still improving. an official complaint you're, you're, filed. You're, you're like a, a... And not by me. You're no. like a, 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 a bottle of wine. You're getting better every show. And last show was one of your best. Well, we'll see what you say after this one, okay? I'm fair, but I'm firm. Chris Algier, you're going to start round one. Listen, uh, January 17th was Muhammad Ali's birthday, the late, great Muhammad Ali. So, of course, we have to pay homage to the great Ali. So, Chris, you're going to start round one. And the topic is, what was Muhammad Ali's greatest win? And that counts as Cassius play, too, obviously. What was Muhammad Ali's greatest win? Ring the bell. Chris, you start round one. Now, we... Uh... You know, we spoke about this yesterday in terms uh, on on the news, and I mean, it's just it's one of those those topics when you talk about Ali. It's just so many things flood to your mind. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what I said yesterday. You know, I, with the George Foreman win, I think showed such a different different level of athlete that he is. Um, you know, he wasn't at his physical best at that point. You know, I know Paulie's probably gonna talk about Cleveland Williams later and how he's such a, a virtuoso performance, and absolutely it was, but. Against George, I mean, he was fighting the, the, the monster, the, the baddest man in the division, the guy who completely destroyed Kenny Norton and, and Frazier in a matter of two rounds, I think, between, between the two guys. I mean, it was, it was, it was something wild like that. But, um, but no one, I think, was really giving Ali a shot in that fight. And he found a way to win, and he did it with his mind. 
And that shows you that, that the type of athlete that he was, the type of champion that he was. There was no way he was failing that day. He was prepared to do whatever was necessary to win that fight, and he did. Even taking shots from such a deadly puncher like George Foreman, lying in the wrong, along the ropes. Break. Uh, you know, with, with respect to the rematch against uh, Leon Spinks, which I, I think any of these older fights are, you know, you can come into the into the picture and say, you know, those were really tremendous performances coming with Ali kind of coming back from the brink and and uh, on his way out. But I think the Sonny Liston fight is his best win. Cleveland Williams is the, the way he, when he looked the best. But I think the best win on paper is, uh, is Sonny Liston. Nobody really knew Ali. He was a gold medalist. He was just a loudmouth. Nobody had really been a loudmouth prior to that. People were kind of annoyed by him. And Liston was destroying people. And Ali himself will admit that he was uh, was admitting that he was kind of scared of, of Liston himself. And he was just trying to pump himself up being loud and brash and all that bravado. And so at a moment in time where you think the Listen is going to just shut this loud mouth punk up, and Listen himself can't wait to do it. He comes in and puts on a dominant performance, as he says he will, even though he he's not really sure he believes it. You know, he's not really. And so and so the, the thing about the thing about that that win is it's such a big win because it sort of creates the mystique. It is the first thing. But prior to that, nobody really believes in Ali. Nobody cares Great. for him. Great. Well, well, you know, the fights are similar because no one really believed in Ali in, in, the, in the former fight either. And that's and that's why I think that fight's more important because it, 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 he transcended what was supposed to happen at that point. You're supposed to age out. Yeah, when he was young, he's taking over the Sonny Liston. It's, it's the changing of the guard. We see that so many times. No one gave him a chance, but that happens a lot. But the guy who comes back the second time is able to do it again. That's what shows you that Ali is something really, really special and, and uh, an absolute living legend. Um, at the time, so with him, him to do what he did, especially on the stage that he had it with the Foreman Great. fight. The Foreman fight's more famous, but Liston is the best win of his career. Okay, he's already, by the time he fought George Foreman, he's already upset the odds. People kind of know he can do it, even if they don't believe in him, because he's done it against Liston, who was a big, bad bear, as, as he used to call him. A big, ugly bear, whatever he used to call him. So, you know what? It's, it's the Liston win. He, he's, nobody believed in him. Nobody thinks he's going anywhere. Without that win, you don't have the George Foreman win. You don't have anything else after it. He needs that win. That's a massive upset. He has to get that win. A lot of effort, a lot of, lot, lot of flash, not that much substance. Let's go. <laughs> you know, um, I, I don't like doing even rounds. First of all, great parallels in those in those fights because yeah. he was an underdog in both. Yep. One, he was young. One, he was old. The parallels are great, but you know what? There's, a, there's something to going last in these sparring sessions. And I was so prepared to make that a 10-10 round, and oh, Paulie squeaked it out those last 10 seconds, and Paulie gets a 10-9 round. That's the point I made. There is no Foreman win without the list. And, and that was a great point. That was a, that was well, a great point. Well, the point that I made was, yeah, sure, absolutely. But I said, that's been done. To do it again, though, I think it's even bigger. That, that was, that was Chris, my you're, you're, you're not wrong, Chris. And, and I really, I had already written down 10-10 before we started. That's, but you I, just, but you I just like the effort. Like, like I said, like, you I, like the effort. You like the that, guy who, you, did, like, you like the sizzle at the end of the like, You're like John C. Riley. Oh, we're not in Step Brothers. It's been done before. Create a band. It's been done before. Ali was like, was like John Cena. Ali did it before already. He, he, it's uh, been done before. You can't give that quack about the Foreman fight because it's been done before by Ali in the list. Not fight. against Foreman though. He did it. He did it against. He well, did it against a younger version of Sonny Liston. Sonny, uh, Sonny Liston. He did it more. A much guys, more dangerous. We guy. got we got four more rounds to go. We're on a time constraint. Paulie, you know when we first started the show, no one thought you could say say hello in under three minutes. We get these shows done quickly. We're going to keep moving. Paulie, you're going to start round two. Archer Betterbeev had a huge win last week, destroyed Callum Smith. So we love these fantasy fights. Paulie, you're going to start this one. This is a good one. Who would win between a prime Archer Betterbeev and a prime Roy Jones at 175? Ring the bell. Paulie starts round two. 
People might think uh, I'm, I'm, people might be thinking I'm, I might be crazy on this one because I look at Better Beaver and he's such a powerful guy, such a strong guy, uh, flat-footed but really strong, technically sound. But I think Roy beats him easily. I, I think he's tailor-made for Roy. I think he comes forward. He's technically sound, but he's way too slow. Roy's going to beat him to the punch, change distance. Roy's power is going to get respect. He's going to keep hitting him with shots. And it's easy to hit him with shots he's not going to see because Better Beaver gives you one look. He's very good technically, but he gives you one look. Roy would take advantage of that all night and, and start hurting him because Roy also throws hurtful punches both to the head and to the body. The shots Better Beaver constantly wouldn't see them coming. Yes, Better Beaver would come forward, but you got to remember Roy in his prime, uh, July Heavyweight when he got there was still a prime top level Roy Jones. I mean, this guy is hitting you and hurting you as well, even at that weight class, and he's hitting you with shots, with speed, and all kinds of stuff. And you've got to have something to offset that besides power. You know what I mean? They're just having power is not going to really do anything because Roy's going to have power. He's going to have speed. He's going to offset you in every way. Better be has just the power. He's got good technical ability, Break. but it's just Break. not enough. No one beats prime Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> no, nobody. Better be have included. Roy... I, I think Roy stops him early. I mean, I, 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 I'm not, everyone's not going to think you're crazy for this. Yeah, I, he, he stops him early. The, the, Roy's ability to, he, he, he doesn't counterpunch. He beats you to the punch at 175. When he's at his prime, he sees the punch coming, recognizes what you're doing, assesses how that he can get there first, and then gets there. And, I mean, the, the guy, no, no. Nobody beats prime Roy Jones Jr., he is almost a mythological person. It's crazy that we get to see him and touch him and for, for real, that he's a real person walking around this earth. But, yeah, no, nobody beats him. Better be of, I know we're sitting here. We're looking at Better Be of right now. He is this destroyer. And, honestly, you asked, you said prime uh, Better Be of. We don't know what his prime is. He hasn't, we not, might not even got there yet. His last performance is one of his best to date. So uh, we don't know where his prime is, but it doesn't matter. Roy is transcended being a real person. He is a myth. Break. He is a legend. Break. It's Roy All right, you're trying to one-up me. Now he stops him? I already said he beats him, and now he stops him? No, I'll tell you what happens. This is a fight where Roy wins on points and drops Better Beaver a couple of times on the way to 12 rounds. Better Beaver is determined. He's strong-minded. He's strong-chinned. He keeps getting up, but he becomes more gun-shy. That's the it was, It's a typical virtuoso Roy Jones performance where he ends up making you put your hands in your pocket by the end of 12 rounds. Yeah, he's going to drop Better Beaver a couple of times, dominate him in other fashions. Better Beaver keeps coming, technically, fundamentally sound, but not creative enough to put Roy in those difficult positions. Roy's Wait. athleticism and power. See, now Wait. you're underestimating Better Biev. Better Biev is a heart of a warrior. He's going to keep getting up. He's going to keep trying to win. He's got that. He's got his his religious behind his religion behind him to come forward and get up and go. He's gonna he's gonna go by the grace of God to try and win that fight, and it's not gonna be enough. Roy Jones is gonna be in danger, and he's gonna feel it. He says, "The less time I'm spending in the ring with this animal, the better it is for me." Gets him out of there early. Roy Jones Jr. stops Better Biev. And I mean, honestly, it's gonna look easy, but very, very. How am I underestimating Better Beef? You saying he gets stopped? I said he goes on points. No, you said he's gonna he's gonna shell up. He's not gonna try anymore. Yeah. He's gonna no, no way. He's gonna there, go for it. He's gonna go there for is it. something to going last, and Chris Algeri. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Him. That's you a ten-nine Algeri. You know what Roy would do? Roy would pull out RJ. Remember what yes. he said? He would pull yep. out RJ. I think he would pull out I'm, RJ. How many knockouts does Roy have on light heavyweight guys? Come on. I think he's it, not it better that, be about. It was typical put your hands in your pocket before. How many dangerous, really dangerous guys did he fight? Better be up. Well, he, he, he wouldn't want to spend 10 rounds, 12 what rounds with, with Better Be up. 
he he yeah he wouldn't but better be able to do, we, we got an even fight after two rounds we've got an even Com fight my fans here, that's already my first complaint i'm going to my fans first in the complaint all right that didn't take long my fans right, in the Chris comment section really. my fans in the comment <laughs> section they know long. they know what prime roy was at 12 in 12 round light heavyweight fights he, he was making a lot first of time in your pocket he was getting some stoppages but a guy like better be have he would have beat him like he beat a light guys like reggie johnson and guys like that he would have coming close to a warning malinaji you're coming close to a warning round three chris you're going to start this one all right, this is... Look, my pen doesn't even work. Greatest. I can't even file my... Write down my protest. The, best. the, the Chris, production the is in on journeyman. it. You're in the bag. He's the best journeyman to become champion. Been a lot of upsets. Listen, Rocky, the whole premise of Rocky was he's this journeyman club fighter who becomes champion. So give me some real life Rockies. Chris, you started. Ring the bell round three. Oh, man, I was really hoping I was going to get the start with this one. Troy Dorsey, baby. Troy Dorsey, man. Kickboxer turned world champion. Yeah, I think he was like 10 and 3 when he won the title. Um, he fought, he lost to Jorge Paez. They actually fought a bunch of times. Uh, lost to Jorge Paez, really close fight. And meritocracy is something that doesn't really happen in boxing. So he gets another shot and he wins by first round knockout. And then he comes, I'm sorry, but before that, he had a couple of draws with Paez again. Um, and then Tom Boom Boom Johnson, remember him? Man, that guy could fight. And Troy took him to a draw. He had two draws in a row with Paez and, 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 and Boom Boom uh, Johnson, which is incredible. I mean, such, such top-flight guys for a guy who was a kickboxer. Super tough, came forward, made fun fights, and they kept giving him shots, which was, which was great because he's one of those guys who just was a hard-nosed, hard-luck guy. Um, and he wins the world title. I mean, I think he lost to Medina after that. But, like, he fought every – he fought Kevin Kelly. And he's just one of those tough guys. I, I recently saw a, a video where guys are talking about how tough he was. And every one of these guys are like, man, you hit him and – it was like nothing. You know, I, you know, I was going to go with Troy Dorsey. I know you were. Shame <laughs> on you for not going with the Long Island guy, Jake Rodriguez. Shame on you. Ooh. Jake Rodriguez was a mechanic, and he beat the other uh, journeyman guy, who uh, Charles Murray, to get the title. So Murray was also one of these guys who could come into this, into this uh, uh, conversation. But Jake Rodriguez was a, a mechanic, hard-nosed, blue-collar guy, solid fighter in, in the Long Island gyms, comes in, wins the world championship as a mechanic, still has a mechanic shop, uh, works on cars, and... And you know, gets. I think he makes one defense before losing it to one of the greatest of all time in Kasha Zoo. And and you know, gets to cash in on it. And then because of being an ex-world champion, manages to hang around and get an extra fight or two. Has a win over Ray Oliveira. Ray Oliveira was a guy who beat Vivian Harris, who later won a world title. Jake Rodriguez beat uh, uh, Ray Oliveira. Uh, you know, he's a guy who just not, knew how to more than hang around. This and being just a blue-collar guy. He wasn't a guy, he was a guy that was overlooked constantly. He was a guy people didn't really pay attention to. But he was South Southpaw. Uh, I think for Pernell Whitaker Great. too. Break. Hey, tons of respect on, on Jake Rodriguez's name, but dude, Troy Dorsey. No, there's, there's no comparison. The guys that he fought, he fought Oscar De La Hoya, he fought Jesse James Leha, he fought Kevin Kelly, the Flushing Flash, he fought Tom Boom Boom Johnson, he fought Jose Pius, Emmanuel Medina. Those, I mean, that, that list alone is insane. Went the distance with most of them and was just a super tough guy and literally had, his, had a terrible record when he won the title and he won by first round knockout. That's that guy, that's a story for the ages. I mean, Troy Dorsey, coming from kickboxing too, by the way. Not an amateur boxer. Professional kickboxer, great, great. ISK world champion too, and, and and the fact that Rodriguez again, you beat a, another guy who could be in this conversation, and Murray. Murray was a guy who had built up losses. Rodriguez had kind of you know moved around, gotten below the level radar wins, but then all of a sudden when he got the opportunity, managed to beat Oliveira, uh, then beat Murray for the title in a very close decision. I mean, again, I came in with Rodriguez. I could have went with Murray, but went with Rodriguez. He ends up fighting Kashizu as well. He also has a fight against Pernell Whitaker. Talk about this guy who guy Dorsey fought guys. Rodriguez also fought guys.
Wow. Well, there's our first even round. Oh, I, I, no I can't way. Say, I can't say there was a winner there. That's an even round. I remember watching both those guys fight all the time. Look at the reactions from an even round. Well, guess what? After three, we've got an even you know fight. Because I, I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta say, I, I'll take an even round because he, Troy Dorsey was my guy. When he took Troy Dorsey, yeah. I had, I had to figure out, I had to scramble to find the replacement. Yeah, it, it, and then listen. when I found, I thought for Derek Jake, I shamed him because I shamed the Long Islander for not. Well, you picking almost the Long won Islander. the round, but, on then, that but, alone. but I would have shamed you for not picking Troy Dorsey because he's a kickboxer. He kickboxer. <laughs> no, I, I was ready to shame you either way. I'm shame. I am shaming that decision of an even round. That's what I'm shaming. I, oh, I, I, you know, join the club, oh, buddy. Borrow that. And, and you okay. know what? Production now is in on it. They don't have the pens. Don't work. The pens well, don't even keep, work. Keep them coming, guys. You oh, know they are. How come the pen works for him? How come the pen works for him? My, I, I was, <laughs> the pen works. Gotta have, the, right, gold, gotta have the golden touch. Paulie, you start round four. We've got an even fight. Paulie's a defending champion. We got an even fight. We got two rounds left. Now, round four is what's the biggest upset in boxing history other than Tyson Douglas. And this is in honor of when Zab Judah lost his title in New York to Carlos Baldemir. I remember I was there. Chris, I, I think you said you were there. Yep. It was a huge upset in the sport. Obviously not one of the biggest, but that's in honor of that. So, Paulie, you're starting round Besides four. Besides Tyson biggest Douglas. Upset, biggest upset in boxing history other than Tyson Douglas. Ring the bell, round four. Paulie starts it. Oh, man, this is wild. Uh, Max Schmeling, Joe Lewis? I mean, you, you could go with that. I mean, with respect to Rockman versus... Uh, uh, with respect to Rockman versus Lennox Lewis, which is in my generation, and I saw that fight, that was a pretty big shock for me. Uh, but Max Schmeling versus Joe Lewis. I mean, Joe Lewis... Uh, you know, in the end, winds up having made so many of those title defenses, looked uh, unbeatable. The Brown Bomber had created that big reputation, all that other great stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's a long time ago, okay? I don't have the, the exact uh, feeling as to what kind of wins Joe Lewis had gotten. But nonetheless, Joe Lewis getting upset by Max Schmeling, who is... I think Schmeling wins... Well, Schmeling wins the world title there. Schmeling wins the world title, I believe. Yeah. Did Schmeling win the world title? Yeah, he wins the, the world title. No, he doesn't win the world no. title. Okay, he doesn't no. win the world Okay, so he doesn't win the world title. He still upsets Joe Lewis. It's one of the bigger upsets. And then Joe Lewis has to come back and, 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 and stop him in round one. So that makes it even more of an upset. The fact that Joe Lewis was able to come back and stop him in just one round goes to show you what a big... Well, the level of upset it was the first time around. I mean, this is sort of Montel Grisvenesque against Roy Jones, where Roy Jones came Break. back in one round. Great. Yeah, so... I was. I wish I could say Ngannou Fury, but he didn't get. The, he didn't get the title. I was, I was gonna say because that's a massive, massive. You know, it would have been a massive upset. Um, guy coming from from that sport. But honestly, I'm gonna go with the one he said actually, uh, with Rockman knocking out Lennox Lewis. I vividly remember being on my bed in high school watching this fight and being like, "Oh, this is Lennox Lewis, one of the greatest greatest heavyweights that we've seen in our era." And a guy that I didn't give a lot of respect on until after the fact. And then Rockman comes in and I mean, shoots a right hand rocket that just cleans Lennox's clock. I mean, goes down, bangs his head on the floor and everything. I mean, the world goes wild. Rothman, you know, had, had been a kind of a hard luck guy, had lost to David Tua, he had the Moskayev fight, but then he gets the shot against the champ and ices him with one punch. I mean, just a, a, a beautiful right hand, a Susie Q of a right hand, as they used to say, and just cleans Lennox Lewis's clock. And yeah, I mean, that takes the heavyweight title, you know, becomes the champion. It becomes a star and has been living Great. off that ever since. But yeah. right, what are we breaking down the technique of the knockout? Or are we saying why it's the why it's the biggest upset? I want to break down techniques. I can go with techniques too. Max Schmeling said he saw something in Joe Lewis's style. Nobody thought Joe Lewis was beatable. This is the Brown Bomber. Schmeling said I see something in his style. Typically, fighters say they see something, they don't see anything. They just talking big, making up for the media. He goes and sees something, and then he actually goes and executes it, which is a right hand over the top of the jab. He kept saying Lewis's left hand was lazy when he threw that jab, and he kept coming with a right hand over the top of it, and he explained it after. 
afterwards. And when you go back and look at the video, he really break, did do that. Break. You know, he had, a, he had an opportunity to sink that one because of the rematch. And Jolos goes out there and actually ices Max Melnick. But so Lennox did that too. With the, with the most revenge, the best revenge knockout I've ever seen in my life. The way that Lennox knocked out Rockman, splits his face home and drops him. There's that iconic photo of him laying on his back in the middle of the ring, arms spread out. That's, that's why it was the most biggest upset because Lennox could have done that, didn't do that, lost the first fight, comes back, does what he's supposed to do. So upset, upset is upset. I, I could have buried it, you could have buried it. When Rockman went down, you know how he went down? George, you're gonna remember this. Right underneath the crown from Don King logo. He's wearing the crown. <laughs> the you didn't photo. say he's wearing the, the crown. Photo. You didn't say he's Did wearing the crown. Did you see the crown in your head? You're in the bag. You, 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 you saw it. You didn't say he's wearing the crown. He was wearing the crown. He left that out. This is supposed to be an exhibition. Listen, you both get a warning. You're both getting a warning fighting after the bell. Paulie Malinaji wins that round 10 9. What? Joe Lewis, we got to give some res some respect to the history of the sport. Joe Lewis was a, a phenom. He was a young phenom. He was supposed to be the heavyweight champ. Like Everyone knew this guy was going to win. Paulie pulled some points with that one. Max Schmeling said he saw something. He saw he could land the right hand. It was a huge upset. I'll tell you what, though, Chris, if you would have went with with uh, Clay versus Liston, that, that probably mm. would have swayed me right there. But it you was know, still a, it was the, still a great the one, one. The one that was the biggest win of, his, of uh, Ali's career, of course. Yeah. That's why. I, no, so 10-9. No, so listen, Paulie's got a Paulie's got Actually. a one-point lead, defending champion going into round five. We're under time crunch. We, we got to do this in a certain amount of time, guys. We got to get this going. Round five, Chris, you're starting. This isn't self-explanatory. We're giving love to Ali. Who would win? Prime Ali, prime Tyson Fury fantasy fight. Chris, you started. Ring the bell. Round five. Prime Ali versus prime Tyson Fury. So. Listen, this is this is Ali month, and I think it's very hard to go against the, the man Ali, but he's still a 213-pound heavyweight, and he wasn't that much of a puncher. You know, he did knock out some guys. He was sharp. So I think the new age Tyson Fury, new age size in these guys, he's a super heavyweight. It's almost like different divisions at this point. You got to go with Tyson Fury. I mean, he had the hand speed, he had good defense. He's 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 physical. He uses his size and. On top of that, and I think that this is actually more important than anything, getting in that man's head is probably not healthy for you because he's insane. Tyson Fury is a crazy man. Getting in that mind, the way that Ali was able to do, I think that would actually hurt Ali too, trying to get in the mind of Tyson Fury, trying to get him to, to get off his, his kilter. Tyson, man, at his, at his best, in his prime, when he's, when he's locked in, when he knows he has someone dangerous in front of him, I don't see anyone beating him. And it's a, it's a combination of his skills, his size, Great. and his, his Great. mental acuity. I'll, I'll admit, most versions of Tyson Fury, I think, beat most versions of Ali because of the things that uh, Chris has said. But I've always said, what really is Ali's prime? We don't really know because he kind of got taken out right out of his prime. So the best we can do is the night against Cleveland Williams. And on that night, nobody beats that heavyweight on any night in history, okay? That's the closest, we say prime versus prime. That's a prime, Ali, that, prime versus prime means the best night you can find. You mean the best night I can find of Tyson Fury, the best night I can find of Ali. On that night, nobody, no heavyweight in history beats Muhammad Ali. Now that, and unfortunately, we lost him in, in his prime right after that. I, I think you guys corrected me the other day. He went with Joe Zora Foley after yeah, that. Two, two but nonetheless, we don't really know what Ali's prime is. We don't even know how good he could have been. But that is a little tease. A little tease. Little bull balls for us of what would have been the great Ali's prime. So we got to go with that Ali right there. Because best for us, that Ali right there, no heavyweight in history beats him. Not Joe Lewis, not Mike Tyson, not Tyson Fury, not Fury, not Roy Jones, uh, not, not nobody, Great. nobody.
Tyson Fury beats that guy too. It, the, 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 the power wasn't there, the size. It's just, they, they, we're, we're talking about two different species at that point. I mean, the, the size. Tyson Fury's 285 pounds. Uh, uh, Ali was 213 when he fought Cleveland, Cleveland Williams, maybe even less. Um, no, I just, it just, I'm being realistic here, guys. I know he's trying to pull on your heartstrings with, it, with nostalgia, but he doesn't beat Tyson Fury. It just doesn't, it doesn't happen. I, I love Ali. We're, all, we're giving Ali his flowers, obviously, always. Break. Come on, Tyson. Let's be realistic. Most versions of Fury, I'd beat most versions of Ali because of all the things the champ has said. But we're talking about prime versus prime, the best. But on that night, I stand by what I said. The guy who fought Cleveland Williams that night beats every, every heavyweight in history. He's getting off first. He's throwing crisp combinations. Except he's changing Fury. range. He's gliding in range out of range like he's on skates, putting power behind the combinations, creative shots. You would walk Fury. Steve Cunningham dropped Tyson Fury. Steve Cunningham. Paulie Malignaggi has defended his title and he won that round. I do believe that Muhammad Ali would beat Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, look at his record. Look at his record. What great fighters has he beaten? I'm not into this hype. I know he's 6'9". He's probably 6'7". Muhammad Ali, you guys, that fought Cleveland you guys Williams, out of your mind. beats Tyson Join Fury. Join the club, buddy. Paulie Malignaggi is the defending sparring session champion. Don't forget to download the app right in. New we got the champ, Paulie Manaji, defense's title. We'll see you next time.